Welcome to the Electric Spirit Podcast, where we dive into all things metaphysical and fun. Here's your host, psychic medium, Jamie Lynn. Hi, welcome to the Electric Spirit Podcast. I'm your host, psychic medium, Jamie Lynn. Today, we have a really special guest named Candy Washington. Candy is an actress, a writer, a producer, and a dynamic content creator. She is the host of a podcast called Sugar Pills, which is about self-care. And she also has a YouTube channel, which I'm a huge fan of. I'm so honored to have Candy here. And welcome to the show, Candy Washington. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you, Jamie. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad you're here. Can you t- please tell the audience about yourself? Yeah. So I'm Candy Washington, and I'm actually the founder of 1214 Media Productions, where we create inspiring content across TV, film, and digital uh, platforms, which goes into you know the producing and the acting and the podcast hosting and the social media influence, which is really great. And I also uh, went to Georgetown, and I hold a BA in philosophy. So that's a little bit about me. And I love murder mysteries and pop culture, as well as all things wellness and spirituality. That's awesome. I love that. Wow. You went to Georgetown. I used to hang out there when I lived in DC. Nice. Great great school. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And your podcast, Sugar Pills, focuses on self-care. And why is self-care important? Well, I think self-care is important because it really is the way that you show yourself Mm -hmm. that you're worthy and you're deserving. I think it's the way that you show yourself compassion and love. So I think sometimes people confuse self-love with self-care with Uh self-concept. And there are three different things. So self-love is the relationship that you have with yourself. Do you know, do you love yourself? Do you forgive yourself? Do you like yourself? Do you accept yourself? You know, do you allow yourself to be a human? Like if you make a mistake, do you berate yourself or do you show yourself love and compassion and forgiveness? So self-love is really cultivating a loving and compassionate and accepting relationship to yourself. Yeah. Whereas self-care is the tools and the techniques and the practices that we do to cultivate that relationship. So self-care is, you know, if you want to do a spa day, that's great, but it's Mm -hmm. not about the spa day. It's about I deserve to take time off. I deserve to treat myself. I deserve to take care of myself. You know, that's a part of self-care. Meditating, you know, getting really silent and just quieting the mind and going in, connecting to your divine spirit, connecting to your higher self. That's a part of self-care. Creating healthy boundaries is a part of self-care. So self-care is important because it's the way that you cultivate a loving relationship to yourself. And then self-concept is how do you think about yourself in relationship to other things? I love your podcast too. It's Thank very you. informative and it's a great listen. You have a ton of episodes too, right? Like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have over a hundred. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's really great. And what do you feel is the importance of self-love? I think the importance of self-love and just in my personal opinion, I think yeah. that's the, the purpose of life that we yeah. are uh, divine spirits having a human experience. Learning to love yourself unconditionally and without apology is why we were put on the earth, to remember our divinity, to remember our intrinsic value and worth. And that is the work of your life as a human is remember your is remembering your divine and intrinsic worthiness. You're a part of, 
you know, God, consciousness, creation, whatever you want to call it, having a particular human experience through your unique perspective as the human being that you are brought on this earth to be. I think the purpose of life is learning to love yourself unconditionally. When you accept that unconditional love of self, that's when you unlock your divinity. That's when you unlock your divine power, knowing that you're worthy. So self-love is why we're here. And then you spread the love. And you believe in the law of assumption. Yes. And can you talk about that and how it differs from differs from the law of attraction? Yeah. So we all heard, you know, the law of attraction, the secret, you know, be high vibe and all that stuff. The law of attraction is more of a lifestyle choice. It's more of I'm going to focus on feeling good and, you know, raising my vibe and not focusing on anything bad and all that stuff. But I think that's a part of it. Law of assumption really is it. And the law of assumption basically is you manifest what you believe. And Oprah says it, she goes, you don't get what you want. You get what you believe. You get what you believe you're worthy of. So law of assumption is really working on your belief system. Do you believe that the world is scary and mean and out to get you? Or do you believe that, you know what? I'm divinely guided and supported. Everything is always working out for me. Whatever happens, it's in service of my highest good. You believe, you know, I am worthy and deserving of love. I I am a successful woman. You know, I am this, that. This is who I am. It's the power of I am. Who do you believe you are? Who do you say you are? And that is what is reflected back to you in the world. That is what you manifest. So for me, if I go by the law of attraction, Well, hell, I can't have a bad day. I can't have a bad thought. I can't be human, which is what we all are. We're human beings, you know, because people get so scared. Like, I can't feel my emotions. I can't feel this, or I'm going to manifest all these horrible things in my life because I had one bad thought. Um, Hello, we PMS all the time. And I'm a human being and I'm allowed to feel my feelings. But with me, the law of assumption is I still know my divinity. I know that I am the operant power of my reality. No matter how I feel, my feelings are not stronger than who I am, than my higher self. So I have the assumption that regardless of how I feel, everything unfolds magically for me. Everything is still working out in my greatest good. So I can be a human being. I can feel bad. I can be sad. I can cry. Mm -hmm. I can be embarrassed. I can be pissed off. I can have PMS. I can just have a shitty day. Know that that's not going to somehow manifest horrible things in my life. Exactly. (laughs) So that's kind of like the difference between (laughs) the law of attraction and law of assumption. And I think that sometimes people, you know, law of attraction coaches or people, they, they teach it, they teach it with their own. I don't think they mean to teach it wrong, but they teach it under their own understanding. I think that the law of assumption is you attract who you, like you attract who you be, who you are, who you are, your belief Mm -hmm. system. The law of attraction is doing. It's, it's attracting who you be based on the law of assumption. But if you have the belief, and this is where people get mixed up, you have the belief that if I think bad thoughts, that's what's going to happen to me. If I have a bad day, if I don't allow myself to be human, I'm going to manifest bad things. That's That's not the law of attraction. That's the law of assumption because it's your belief. If I think a bad thought or something negative, it will show up. So if you change your belief where, you know what, I have my feelings, my feelings don't have me, I'm allowed to have a bad day. If how I feel, I still attract the highest good. The angels are working on my behalf, you know, whatever it is, 
then the law of attraction will kick in and will attract that to you. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've had a lot of people on my show lately say, you know, we can't be these airy, fairy, metaphysical people. So I like the way that you're pretty real with this, that we can't always be in a good mood. I mean, especially in the world we live in nowadays, you know? No. Every day there's something crazy that happens, you know? Yeah. 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 I like that. Thank you for explaining that. Absolutely. Because we're we're put here to feel everything like that's why that's why our our soul Mm -hmm. our spirit chose to have a human experience we're still experiencing humanity like I can't just say sit here and be like I want to you know fart rainbows all day long yeah that (laughs) would would actually be (laughs) delusional avoidance that would numbing out that would not actually be being an evolved healthy human being because if I'm an evolved healthy human being I know that I'm going to experience everything so know that I have the tools to handle everything and have a bad day allowing that bad day to have me I can be Uh angry but that doesn't mean I have to become an angry person and that's right. what the difference is. It's self-mastery, knowing that my higher self, my divine self, is allowing me to have this human experience, the tools, and I have the techniques to still take care of myself through the human experience. So it's denying it. I'm never going to yeah. be angry. I'm never going to be sad. I'm never my feelings hurt. I'm never going to have a shitty day. I'm going to allow myself to be a human being and experience mm-hmm. the joy and the pain, yeah. laughter and the tears, right? The highs yeah. and the lows know that no matter what, I still have divinity mm-hmm. within me to allow me to get through it. It's though I walk like through the valley of the shadow of death. It's not yeah. that I'm never going to go through bad times. It's not mm-hmm. that I'm never not going to walk through a valley. It's not that. It's I'm going to be able mm-hmm. to walk through it because I don't walk alone. God, there's your yeah. whatever you want to call yeah. it, the divinity with you that is walking mm-hmm. with you. You're right. never alone through it, but you're still going to be a human being. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. You have a degree in philosophy. I can tell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love this. Yeah. And how can people create a self care plan for themselves? Yeah. So I think the best way to create uh, like a personal self care plan mm-hmm. for yourself yeah. is to do a couple of things. One, think of yourself as if you're dating yourself. Think of as if you are a child that you're taking care of. You know, you want to heal that. You want to be able to take care of that inner child Mm -hmm. within yourself. And think of yourself as if you are your own best friend, right? Okay. So that way you can say, say you're having a bad day for whatever reason. And you say, well, if my friend was having this bad day, if my best friend was having this bad day, what would I do to take care of her? What would I do to help her? Or if a child that I really, really loved was feeling you know, abandoned or was feeling Mm -hmm. sad or wasn't having a good day, what would I do to soothe that child? Or if I was dating myself and my partner, you know, really needed some support because they're feeling insecure in this, what would I do to make my partner feel more secure? Mm -hmm. Whoever comes up to you, then you do that for yourself, your own inner child, you know, treat Mm -hmm. yourself as if you're the person you love the most in the world, be your, become your own best friend. So maybe Mm -hmm. it's, hey, I'm at work, you know, and I feel really stressed out. My boss is making me work 
on the weekends. And I really want my weekends to, you know, connect with family and friends and just to relax. But they keep asking me to work and I just feel like I can't say no. Well, if your best friend said that to you, what would you say to her? You might be like, oh, well, it seems like you need to establish some healthy boundaries at work. Maybe talk to your boss and say, hey, you know, I really love working here. I love the work that we do. It's great, but I'm being spread really thin. So can Mm -hmm. we talk about, you know, me not working on the weekends and me working, you know, normal, healthy hours. And let's see what that looks like, right? So you can create healthy boundaries because that's because creating healthy boundaries is a part of self-care. It's a tool that you have. It's an emotional Mm -hmm. and mental and spiritual tool to protect your time and energy and your, and your physical self is creating boundaries with people. And then that's rooted in self-love because you know that I deserve to take breaks. I deserve to speak up for myself. I deserve to have a career or a job that values me as much as I value it. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to go and speak up for myself. But then you have some people who might struggle with self-love. And if you struggle with self-love, you're going to struggle with creating boundaries because you're going to think, well, if I speak up, will they fire me? Am I not going to, you know, get the promotion? Are they not going to like me anymore? You know, I'm not worthy of it. I have to always say yes, 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 yes. Because at the core of that is, who I am isn't good enough or I'm going to be abandoned or left if I actually mm-hmm. say this is what I want and this is what I need that sounds like a unhealthy two on the Enneagram which yeah is, I don't know if you know the Enneagram uh-uh. uh it's it's nine personality types and the two is the oh. helper and the caregiver I'm a two yes yes and yes. when you get when you're not balanced and you're unhealthy it's like you try to people please and stuff 100 you know? percent. yeah that's interesting you have some great podcast episodes. You did an episode on adult bullying. And can yeah. you talk about that and how people can stay in, you know, position of power if they're bullied? Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, I think that bullying happens at all stages in life. You yeah. know, I think uh, even some like look at social media, you know, adults are writing the nastiest comments to people, complete strangers, right. you know, and it's just yeah. like, that's bullying. That's a form of bullying. Right? Um, yeah. It happens all the time. We're like, say mm-hmm. you're out with a group of girlfriends and somebody makes a, you know, a nice, nasty comment about your outfit or your hair yeah. or your weight or your status. That's a part of bullying. I know. You know, right. um, so I think that the way you remain in your power is by knowing that, first of all, nothing outside of you gives you worthiness and value and lovability. Mm-hmm. You already are point blank, period. And yeah. one thing that I learned to do was that. I am the authority of of me. I am the authority on candy. So no one can say, oh, I don't like your hair or you're too fat or you're not or you're too thin or they try yeah. and like, you know, say nice, nasty things or things like that. That can make me unlove myself because I am the authority on who I am. So when you decide that you are the authority on you, Mm -hmm. then when somebody tries to bully you or put you down or criticize you, you can just be like, well, I didn't ask you. Mm -hmm. That's true. Your opinion, like I didn't ask you and just shut it down. You don't have to engage in it. Right. You don't have to. I think sometimes we feel like we have to defend ourselves when Mm -hmm. people are bullying us or coming at us. Right. We have to defend our position or defend who we are. But you don't have to defend yourself against anybody. Because at the end of the day, you're the authority on you. And I didn't ask you. Your opinion has no authority over here. Your words have no authority over here. You know, I don't answer to names that I am not. So just because you want to say something to me doesn't mean it's powerful. 
Another thing I do is hold up a mirror. If like, say somebody says something about me, I'm like, well, is that actually how you feel about you? Because a lot of times people are just projecting their own stuff, their own insecurities, their own not feeling good enough. Because the majority of the times people want to bring you down because they don't feel good about themselves. Exactly. But instead of saying, hey, wow, that person, you know, has a cool podcast. That person has their own business. That person is doing this. That person feels confident in their own skin. Instead of looking at that person and being like, wow, you know what? I can do it too. And try and elevate themselves. A person with a low frequency, a low vibration, low self, all that bad crappy crap in a negative way Instead of trying to elevate themselves, they think, well, I'm going to bring you down a peg or two. Exactly. I'm going to bring you down to where I feel I'm at. So I feel better about myself. That's usually how bullies operate. It almost sounds like you're talking about Lisa. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I just had to throw that out there. (laughs) Tell me about it. (laughs) Right. She's the biggest bully in Hollywood and everybody knows it. Right. I've heard that. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's funny. But that does make sense because I do have you know, a lot of these questions, a few of them I asked you are just some things that I've had clients come to me about like adult bullying, like them saying, you know, writing things about them online and for everybody to see. And it's, it's hurtful, but it doesn't mean it's true. Right. Just because somebody writes it, obviously. Please. (laughs) Yeah. Everybody's a keyboard warrior. Uh And I, and I would say to that, because I was actually having this conversation with someone a couple of days ago and he was complaining about like, oh, social media is so negative. It's all this stuff. And you like you look at Twitter and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, you do know that you control your feed. So mm-hmm. if someone is commenting on something that you don't like, block them. Exactly. I am the quickest person. If somebody comes oh. at me sideways with a comment, remove, block, delete. Uh-huh. And then I keep it pushing because again, wow. I'm the authority of me. So I decide... Yeah. what content I consume. I decide what mm-hmm. opinions I take in. So if there's somebody online that is sending you nasty comments or is bullying you, block them. You yes. have the power. Or if exactly. You're just, or, or leave, you, right? Or leave, mm-hmm. or leave. And it's like, yeah. if you're scrolling through you know, your feed and you're getting triggered by stuff, it could be as simple as, mm-hmm. oh my God, this girl is so thin. I'll never have thigh gap. And it's starting to make you feel bad about yourself. Yeah. Unfollow the account. Right. Exactly. Like, it's always about <laughs> taking your yeah. taking your power back instead of saying, they're saying sure. this about me. They're posting this. They're doing mm-hmm. this. You can't control people. Right. If exactly. someone is a bully, they're a bully. Mm-hmm. But you control who you allow within your space. You, that, again, goes back to healthy boundaries. Control the accounts you see. You control the accounts that have access to you. If there's an account that is bullying you, block them. Exactly. If there is an account that is triggering you for anything, say somebody just bought a huge house and you're struggling and you really want to yeah. buy a house and it makes you kind of feel bad, then unfollow it. Exactly. But but, but say maybe there's like a real estate account and like looking at the houses, you can visualize yourself in them. You can see, you know what I mean? You're like manifesting it and it makes you feel good. Right. Follow that account. But I think the biggest thing is Mm -hmm. use your internal guidance. How your feelings is your guiding system. Right. You see something and it kind of makes you feel icky. Yeah. Stop. Delete, block, mute, don't have to consume it. But if you feel and you're like, you know what? I could get that car. I could get that relationship. Mm -hmm. I could get that house. I could get that success. I could get that. And it jazzes you up. Then that's what you should consume. But at the end of the day, 
we have to learn how to take care of ourselves because nobody's going to take care of you, but you. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I think that even goes with relationships. If someone isn't treating you right, get rid of them. So you did another podcast episode on toxic family members. And this is a topic that affects a lot of people. And some even blame themselves for toxic treatment they may receive from family members. I've had a few people do this lately. Other family members and clients that might say, this is all my fault. They're doing this to me. Do you have any tips for the audience in regards to dealing with dysfunctional family members? Yeah, I think the first thing is it's not if if somebody is toxic to you, mm-hmm. that is never your fault. Okay, right. But you are responsible for how much you allow in your life. Because again, it goes back to you learning how to take care of yourself. And I'm talking to adults here because as we know, children don't necessarily have the tools and the resources to do that, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. So I'm talking to the adults, the people who are an adult and you're able to take care of yourself. If someone, I don't care who they are. I don't care if they're blood. I don't care if you know them since you were in first grade. I don't care if this is the love of your life. Allegedly, I don't care about any of that stuff. If someone is being abusive to you or toxic towards you, whether it's physical, emotional, spiritual, financial, mental, verbal, whatever, it is up to you to either remove yourself from that person, remove that person from your life, or create a self-care plan, because it's still self-care, where you can navigate being around that person without them being harmful to you. So what does that look like? Say someone is truly toxic to you, even in their family, you can cut them out of your life. Don't And then also don't allow other family members to guilt you. Oh, you need to forgive. Oh, it's family. Uh, No. Serial killers have family doesn't mean you need to be associated with them. <laughs> That's true. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, uh-uh, just because somebody's your family doesn't make them a good person. And it doesn't yeah. mean that they should be allowed in your life. You right. First, you, you decide who do I want in my life and don't let anybody guilt you into having someone who is not healthy for you in your life. Just that's the first thing. And don't think it's your fault. It's not. Again, you can't control other people, but you can control yourself. Say it's the holidays. Say it's the Mm -hmm. holidays. And you know, there's going to be, you know, Uncle Bob or Sister Jane, whoever it is. And you know, you have to be around them. Don't engage. Keep it very topical, high and by. Hey, hi, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. Yep, cool. You know, also talk to other family members before you go to the big dinner or the big event and be like, listen, you know, this person is really toxic to me. I'm asking you to respect me and don't force me to interact with this person. Don't force me to have to touch or hug. Don't force me to have to have certain conversations that I don't want to have. I respect you and I'm asking you to respect me out of love. So you can have those conversations with people up front and let them know exactly where you stand with certain people. Don't be alone with certain people. If people aren't, you know, if it's a physical, emotional, mental, sexual thing going on, because unfortunately in families, this happens more often than you want to admit. Don't be alone with them. Don't have to touch them. Don't feel like you have to engage with them. You can be cordial. Mm -hmm. Hello, everyone. What's up? Blah, blah, blah you know, do what you have to do. Also have an exit strategy. You know, if it's getting overwhelming, if things are, if things are, you know, I feel like you're about to be triggered or someone's in your space, you know, go to the bathroom and meditate for 10 minutes, you know, go out to the car and, you know, listen to an uplifting podcast or song, Yeah. you know, go into a room and lock the door and call your best friend and talk to them, pray, meditate, journal, breathe, 
eat some cake, yeah. eat a pie. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Do whatever you need to do, remove mm-hmm. yourself from the situation and then do something that's going to calm you. That's going to calm your nervous system. And that's yeah. going to put you in a position of your, of being able to respond from, from a clear head rather than from reacting from wounding or being triggered. Right. Okay. Right. Another big thing is it's the holiday season. And for the people who, you know, drink or the people who might do some a little bit of drugs or whatever yeah. hey, whatever do you yeah. the holiday season you might just want to be very mindful of how much you're consuming around certain people because you could have the best self-care and plan but the moment you drink one too many glasses of wine one too yeah. many eggnogs one too many shots one too many puffs over that of whatever And now you're no longer clear-headed. Now you're no longer in charge of you. It's not that there's anything wrong with drinking or, you know, having fun. Do you. Who cares? As long as you're an adult and you're taking care of yourself, knock yourself out. Have fun. But Mm -hmm. if you are in an environment where there is someone who is able to take advantage of you, if there is someone who's able to trigger you, you might just want to be mindful of that so you can still be in control of yourself. When you're drinking, you're more likely to pop off. You're more likely to react. You're more likely to be triggered. And you're more likely to be in a position that you're vulnerable and someone could take advantage of you in that position. So just be mindful of that. You know, make sure if you're going to drink and you're going to, you know, have fun and all that stuff, make sure you do it around people that you can truly, truly trust. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Truly trust. That's actually happened to me. I, I think, and I'm not sure this is just my opinion. I think yeah. some of the people in my family kind of um, targeted me because I'm on a higher vibration. They wanted to kind of pull me down to mm-hmm. their level. And it's like, they were jealous. Yeah, I think yeah. so. But I didn't understand it back then. You know, I was only a teenager. Yeah. So that's interesting. I bought your self love journal, Candy. Oh, I'm excited for it. Oh, Thank you yes. so much. This is great. Yeah. I love it. And so you have a self-love journal. And yeah. It's available on Amazon.com. Um, yes. Can you talk about your journal? Yeah. So this is the journal. And I actually made this for myself. And then I put it out for everybody else Like while I was on my own self-love journey. And I wanted to figure out, you know, what are the actual components of self-love? You know, how do I learn how to love myself unconditionally, not like myself unconditionally, because that's never going to happen. I'm a human being. I'm never yeah. going to always like myself. It's just, it's it's delusional to think that. Of course. But can I always love myself? And that's a yes. You know, like think about a parent and a child, you know, your parent might not always like you, yeah. but they're always, but they always love you. And I think that's really the essence of it. You know, it's not, I'm going to like myself all the time. No, yeah, I'm not. I right. myself, but how can I do that? And then I broke it up. You know, I think one of the core components is self-forgiveness, learning to forgive yourself and your past, forgive what has happened to you and what you have done, because holding on to regret or mistakes or shame or guilt, or somehow thinking that you're not worthy or you're not good enough of your own forgiveness or mm-hmm. the divine's forgiveness or others' forgiveness, or you're unable to forgive yourself or others, keeps you stuck. And I think yeah. the key, I think what really unlocks your freedom is forgiveness mm-hmm. because you can't yeah. really be free as long as you think that there is something that has happened to you 
or that you have done that makes you unworthy of love. Right. That makes sense. So it starts with the self-forgiveness and letting it go. And then, and that's a, that's a daily practice. That's, you know yeah, what I mean? Right. Like you do it, but it's yeah. a daily, as long yeah. as you're breathing, as long it's as like you're exercise, living, right? it's like exercise, yeah. you know, it's yeah. a daily practice of for today. I choose to forgive myself. You know, I'm open to forgiving myself. I'm open to learning how to let go everything that has happened to me and everything I've done. I'm open to seeing my so-called mistakes in a different way. You know, mm-hmm. I'm open to see, I'm open to letting go of regrets. I'm open to knowing that anything has happened has always been in service of my higher good. You know, it's yeah. just like figuring out how do I give a new meaning to the past so that the past no longer has a hold on me? Okay. You can be yeah. free of it. And then also, what does self-love actually look like in action, right? What does it really look like in action? Yeah. You know, it looks like creating the healthy boundaries. It looks like having it uh, positive, not positive, but it looks like having um loving and compassion inner dialogue, right? So if I go mm-hmm. throughout my day being like, oh, Candy, you're so stupid or wow, you really need to lose those last five pounds or mm-hmm. Oof, you're looking a little old or why would that person ever choose you or you're never going to make the money you want. You're never going to have this that you want, blah, 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 blah. Is that self, is that a self-loving conversation to have with myself? No, it's not. Right, it doesn't, so, yeah. So a core part of self-love is really being mindful of your inner dialogue. And your inner okay. dialogue is how do you talk to yourself and about yourself? Because you talk to yourself more than you talk to anybody in this world. It's just your thoughts, right? Do you walk past, like I make it a practice. I walk past a mirror. I don't care if I have makeup on or if it's just like, woo, girl. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I still still walk by and I go, girl, you're beautiful. Oh, I love you. I love you, Candy. Or I'm like, of course that that. happens. Or like, of course that happens to me. You know, I'm so blessed and highly favored. Like, oh my God, of course. Like, you're looking good today. Like, you know, like I, I make it a, and then I also affirm, and this goes back to law of assumption, even if I don't have it in reality, like if I, if, even if I don't have it, if I'm manifesting something in my mind, it's already mine. So I'm like, oh, I love driving this new car. You know what I mean? In my my mind, I'm driving it because you know what? Everything I want, I get. Of course I'm successful. Everything I touch turns to gold. And then I just say to myself, you know what? I am a successful, beautiful woman. You know what I mean? I am the Mm -hmm. daughter of the most high king. Everything makes way for me. Of course this happened for me. I affirm who I am. Then I let the world reflect that back to me, even like the yeah. smallest things like, well, you know what? Of course, that person held that door for me. You know, I'm royalty. You know, like I just say, <laughs> that's well, cool. It's, it's like, I like that. and it's how it's the inner dialogue. And I think mm-hmm. a really good exercise is just check how you talk to yourself. Make a little yeah. thought journal. You know, throughout the day, when you're thinking just, you know, what am I thinking about myself right now? You know, what are my assumptions? What am I assuming about myself? Yeah. You know, what uh-huh. are the what are the assumptions about myself and write it down and then again not criticizing yourself but just to get self-awareness because that's another key thing mm-hmm. is how do I talk about myself and the way you talk about yourself is a reflection of your belief system. Yeah. Do you believe you're successful? Do you believe you're worthy? Do you believe you are capable? You know, do you, do you right. believe blah, 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 blah? Because the way mm-hmm. you talk about yourself is a reflection of your beliefs. Of course. Yeah, and definitely. So, so if those beliefs are not, you know, loving, 
and compassionate and self-affirming and reflecting of who you be and who you want to become, then it's time to switch the thoughts because your thoughts are not who you are. You have thoughts. The Mm -hmm. What becomes unhealthy is when you identify yourself with your thoughts. That's why the reason how you know you're not your thoughts is because you can change them. Right. You You can reflect on them. That's you are the, true. You are the thinker and the observer of your thoughts. You're not your thoughts. Mm-hmm. That's why I consider and be like, hmm, what am I thinking right now? Well, I don't want to think about that. I want to think about this. Who is the I? Who is the I? Who's yeah. capital I that says, I don't want to think about this? I dot, 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 dot. That is I yourself. That is your consciousness. That's why when you say, are you subconscious where you're just automatic, where you're, you're not even being mindful? Da, 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 da. Yeah. Mindfulness is just being conscious. It's just paying attention. Yeah, exactly. Present with, you know, and a huge part of, you know, yourself of self-love is what is my relationship to my thoughts? Do I allow my thoughts to dictate me? They just run on autopilot or do Mm. I say, you know what? I'm choosing to think differently. I'm choosing to believe differently. I'm choosing to be who I want to be. And that is Mm. consciousness because consciousness means choice. Who do I want to be? Doesn't mean I don't yeah. ever have a bad thought. I do. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean I don't overthink bad things about myself. I do. I'm a human being, but I'm evolved and I'm healthy enough to be conscious and mindful and say, hey, 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 we're not going down that road, sweetheart. Nuh-uh. No, we're right. not. If I have a bad exactly. thought about myself, I'll catch it. And I'll be like, not today, Satan. Nope. I love you. You're beautiful. You're amazing. You're successful. You get what yeah. you want. You know, blah, 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 blah. Like whatever mm-hmm. I need to feel good and affirm, I'll, I'll I'll do that. I'll catch it. I don't do the lies of, not the lies, the perceptions right. of some people in law of attraction. I don't say, oh my God, I had this horrible thought. That means I'm about to attract horrible things in my life. Yeah. No. That's kind of weird. Do, <laughs> I don't do that. I don't do yeah. that. You know what I mean? Right. And, and it's also, it's your dominant belief. That's mm-hmm. why every thought does not manifest. If every single thought mm-hmm. you had manifested, we'd all be dead. The world would be over if every <laughs> yeah, really? single thought you ever thought manifested, we'd all be dead. We'd Especially be dead. if it was some people that in yeah. society that are kind of dangerous. The world would have been like, it would have been, it would have right. been Adam and Eve, poof, and then the world would have ended. <laughs> exactly. There's no way. Right. There's, there's no way. <laughs> but it, it's really more about what is your dominant belief system it's not about never thinking something negative it's about who do you dominantly believe you are and then that is how and then that's what the world shows to you so even if something really shitty happens even if something really bad happens I'll let myself be pissed I'll let myself cry I'll let myself be like this is unfair and then (laughs) I catch myself and I'm like you know what that's really shitty but that's okay because this is going to turn around for me. Right. Everything is always happening in my highest good. I don't know why this happened, but I know somehow, some way, it's going to end up working in my favor, you know? <laughs> so I don't have to have all the answers. I don't have to yeah. be delusional and be like, everything has a silver lining and there's a reason for everything. <laughs> yeah. Up. Like, I don't I know. know that. I don't know. <laughs> That's but true. I, but I choose to believe yeah. that regardless of what is showing up in my life, mm-hmm. I know that my higher self, I know that God, I know that whatever you believe in, that entity, that energy, that conscious yeah. divine love, they have an agenda that is in service of me. So my human brain doesn't have to figure it out, but my higher self just has to know and believe that this this too shall pass. 
I will get through it and mm-hmm. I will be better for it. I don't have to know yeah. how, when, or why right now, but it's going to yeah. work out in the end. Yeah. I love your journal. I can't wait to start using it. Yay. It's great. It looks, it's pretty thick too. Yeah, it's good. It's I have a lot of fun stuff in here. Yeah, yeah. I really love it. Yeah. It's amazing it's good stuff in there. Yeah. And it's really yeah. practical. It gives you some like practical tools. Cause I'm not like yes. fruit, fruit, fruit. I'm like, no. listen, let's figure this out. How are yeah. we going to be happy? How are we going to be joyful? Like let's actually change our lives. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I really love it. Yeah. yeah. Was that the one that was one eleven eleven or was that a different Yeah, thing? eleven eleven. Yeah. That's yeah. what I thought. I, I yeah. I love that. I keep seeing that number like good. For, that, like that's two a good years. Number. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Even like the number of followers and posts I had like on different sites, one 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 and you know, eleven eleven. It's just crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like what? Yeah. So you offer a create your dream life course. Can you please talk about that and how people can sign up? Yeah. So I actually, I'm in the middle of revamping it and it's now the self-love and the lifestyle design course. Like I'm literally like in the middle of revamping it, which is really exciting. Okay, cool. And Mm -hmm. the course is, Mm -hmm. it has a masterclass on self-love and then it also has a course on lifestyle design, which is essentially consciously deciding what you want your life to look and feel like. Uh And And I take you through different tools and different techniques on how to get clarity on where you are and then clarity on where you want to be and the steps in between to get there. So just, you know, where do you want to live? How do you want to feel? What do you want to do? Who do you want to be? And getting really clear on that and then giving you little tools, little techniques that you can do every day Mm -hmm. to to get there. And then the self-love course, again, it's about like patterns and awareness and forgiveness and a self-love formula. So yeah, it's all there. And you can get that on my website, candywashington.com, or you can just email assistant at candywashington.com and we'll send you a little freebie and then information on the course as well. Wow. How wonderful. Is it self-paced or? Yes. So it's online and Uh it's self-paced. So you can go at your own pace and we have tons of bonuses. We have affirmations and meditations and different self-care tips and tricks and everything. And I'm adding to it more and more. And every time I add to it, everybody always has lifetime access to any new content and new bonuses and new courses. Oh, wow. That's awesome. I love that. Your YouTube channel, Candy Washington, focuses on self-care, pop culture, and lifestyle. Yeah. Can you talk about the pop culture aspect and what do you like reporting on and what were your favorite pop culture stories of 2022? I really like reporting on Housewives, like the of of Bravo, like the Bravo Housewives, because yeah. I love watching it. It's a little bit of escapism, it's a little bit of aspirationalism. Well, some of the people, not all of the people. Yeah. Um, what I love about Housewives in particular is I like watching stories that I can kind of pick apart, which is really fun. Like, I'm like, oh, she said this because of this. And then this happened because of that. And it's just sort of like a reflection of like humanity and like dynamics and friendships and things like that. So I love that. Um, I would say my top pop culture stories of the year. I don't even know. I wouldn't say that this is my favorite, but I think the the one that I thought was the most intriguing was probably Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Everything yeah. that happened with them, it touched yeah. on so many different right. things. Like, 
Fam- you talk about toxic family members like yeah. Kyle Richards and Kathy Hilton and Kim Richards, like that family dynamic was really interesting. Yes. You talk about adult adult bullying. There's Lisa Renna and Erica Jane Girardi and Dirty yeah. Diana Jenkins. They were big bullies. Mm-hmm. And then you talk about people who sort of how people respond to bullying. You have a Garcelle, how she responded. But I love have Garcelle. A- She's my favorite. Too. Yeah, me too. And then you have a Sutton, how she responded. Sutton decided, mm-hmm. decided Sutton. to like sort of, I love Sutton too, but yeah. she decided, you know, I'm going to go inward. I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to let them bully me and just sit here and take it. Yeah, I don't longer. like that. I don't like that. Well, that. Garcelle was just like, um, you're not going to bully me. I'm going to, I'm going to talk back and, yeah. and you're going to have to pipe down. Mm-hmm. So it showed you like different ways that you can respond to bullying, what yeah. adult bullying actually looks like, what the, the what those dynamics are. And you could also see how, Sometimes people who are the biggest bullies are the people who are most miserable in their own lives. Yeah. So I would say, mm-hmm. I would say that because I think that was a really big snapshot on female friendships and dynamics and, and mental health, to be honest. Yeah. That was a wild season. I've been watching it since the beginning. Yeah. It's a good was study in, a, in a narcissism yeah, and right? delusion and ego. Yes, it was a wild season. And I'll yeah. just, I, I, I might just add this if it's okay. Since about 2018 or 19, I had kind of an intuition about Erica Jane and her husband. Oh, and wow. I had a feeling, Spirit kept telling me, there's something up with that, that there's no way this guy could make that much money. I don't know. They just kept telling me this. I'm like, why are they telling, like Spirit telling me this? And yeah. then all of a sudden all that hit the fan. It's like, whoa, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And crazy. it's happening. And it's happening yeah. with another, I forgot. I think it's South Carolina. Do you, have you followed the, the, the Morda mur- murders? No. I wanna... Alec Murda. He's like one of, Oh no, I want to see He that. was a part of this like Southern dynasty, like a hundred years. Oh, of, and he was doing the same exact Ponzi scheme, stealing from really? his clients. And okay. he ended up, um, he ended up, unfortunately, uh, uh, taking the lives of his wife and son. Oh my gosh. And, yeah. That's in terrible. order to cover up his uh, fraud, but he's been caught. So, and he's going to oh go to gosh. trial. Is that, a, do they have a documentary on it or not yet? Yeah. There's a oh. documentary on HBO max. There's oh, tons wow. of, there's tons of podcasts on it. Okay. Um, and they're coming out with a show on Hulu as well. Oh, wow. I'm surprised I didn't hear about it. <laughs> You're sleeping. Yeah, pretty... no, it's, it's, oh, wow. it's insane. And it's been wow. tied to like two other murders. Like it's oh, insane. It's insane. And he stole millions upon millions wow. of dollars from his clients, from all of this stuff. It's and it's crazy. all coming out and he's going to be on trial next year for, um, wow. for the deaths of his wife and son. It's interesting. Cause when, yeah. In 2020, we entered the age of Aquarius. We went from the age of Pisces to Aquarius. So that's when all the stuff started to be revealed about like people not putting up with stuff anymore and like really things coming to light, which was really interesting. Yeah. What did you think about? I'm just really quick. The Good Morning America thing. I haven't heard much about it lately. Are they quieting that one down? Or I, I, I mean, that's also a study in narcissism and disrespect and and delusion. Mm -hmm. Like they thought that they could, you know, blatantly Mm -hmm. cheat on their spouses, have multiple affairs at work in a public Mm -hmm. setting, and that they would have nothing, like no blowback. Right. The sickest part is that they actually probably would have been fine. Oh. If again, their ego had not yeah. gotten the best of them, because ABC was basically like, okay, you know what? You're two consenting adults. 
maybe you had an affair, but that's none of our business. You know, nobody right. saying that anything was coerced. Go uh-huh. to work, but like, shut up. Mom's the work. Don't right. say Right, exactly. But then they got on and they made comments about it. They made light of it. They took right. a jab about it. And then that's when they got pulled off air. It's because oh, ABC wow. was like, well, we decided not to make this a problem, but now you just made it a problem. Oh, okay. It's Amy so, Robach. Robach? And I forget yeah. the other guy's name. TJ Holmes. TJ Holmes. He's nice looking. Yeah, yeah he I always is. thought he was a, a lot good of looking guy. Are high. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But again, it's the ego. It's like yeah. all they had to do was just like mm-hmm. be quiet and it, it right. probably wouldn't have been anything. But now I bet you there's going to be other people coming out being like, well, oh, yeah. he forced me. And, and even on her, you know, who mm-hmm. knows what's going on with her. And the thing is, if you're in a yeah. marriage and you're unhappy, get a divorce. Right. I agree. Get, nobody right. says you have to stay married to yeah. anybody in this world. It's but humiliating for everybody involved. Get a divorce. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also yeah. how disrespectful they were to the employees. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's like, yeah, they were flirting and it was pretty mm-hmm. obvious they were sleeping together. So, right. Yeah. That's also disrespectful. If you're uh-huh. going to have this affair, at least like pretend you're yeah. not. At least exactly. Try. <laughs> because that makes everybody else uncomfortable. Yeah. It's never about the affair, it's always about <laughs> control. I don't think either one of them will come back, possibly Amy, but I don't think um, the other TJ. the guy, TJ, will. Yeah. <laughs> I keep wanting to call him Ty, but it's TJ. Are you excited for the return of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? Or that probably won't be aired for a while, right? Since they haven't even started filming. Until they have the official lineup, yeah. I don't know. It's, it'll yeah. be interesting to see what happens. Our tagline for the Electric Spirit podcast is igniting yeah. your spirit. How do you ignite your spirit, Candy? Um, by doing stuff like this through, 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 through storytelling. Yeah, my personal yeah. Uh, purpose, like the why I'm on this earth, is to mm-hmm. add value to the other, to the lives of others through storytelling. Sure. So like this that. this is what it makes my spirit just you know sitting and talking and laughing and yeah. you know sharing stories and just you know also being very empathetic and just connecting because it just makes everybody know that it just makes you feel a little less alone you know when you yeah. talk to someone and he's like hey this happened to me whoa this happened to me too I'm not the only one you're not the only one and you can talk about it and you just feel you know you just feel less alone so, right. This is what annexed my spirit, just sitting Aww. and talking to people and sharing stories yeah. and, and mm-hmm. connecting. And you have a nice YouTube community, you. too. I'll sneak in there and watch your videos. And everybody's so nice to you. And they yeah. seem to really like your content. Yeah. My so that's awesome. Oh, yeah. candy canes. And you also, I like how you say, put on your critical thinking critical can critical thinking hat yeah right i mean it helps you're empowering people to think yeah <laughs> like, like that yeah that's like just amazing be, just because somebody yeah. says something doesn't mean it's true that's true and what can we expect for, for you in the future any new projects coming up yeah so i'm currently yeah. working on a new fictional podcast called oh. the third wow. and it's a story about sex Love and Lies. And it's really fun. It's based Ooh. on a novella I wrote also called The Third. And I'm just zhuzhing it up a little bit. And then I'm going to add more uh, chapters and more stories. And you can listen to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, mm-hmm. iHeartRadio, yeah. wherever you listen to your podcast is a new project. We have our first episode out and then I'm working on more. So that's very, very new. Wow. Um, so I'm excited for that. That's really cool. I love that. I can't wait for that. Where can people find you online? 
Absolutely. You can just head to my website, candywashington.com. And then if you want to connect with me on anything, whether it's the book or YouTube podcast or the course, just email assistant at candywashington.com. So that's the best way. Just head to my website or just Mm -hmm. shoot an email. Okay, great. And I did watch your short film. Is it Narcissist? Narcissist. Amazon Prime. Yeah. It was really good. It's just a Thank short you. film. It's an art yeah. film. It yeah. was you and another person. You, it was just yeah. two actors in it. But I really enjoyed the movie. It was really Thank great. You. Thank yeah, you. you did a phenomenal job. And you Thank wrote you. that? Yeah, you I wrote did. Them. I wrote it. Wow. It. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. You did a great I, I, job. I need to get around to doing another one. I really want to do another one. Yeah, it's really great. I, I want to do a feature next time. I love that. It was yeah. awesome. So if anybody's Thank interested you. in seeing that, it's what it was only 30 minutes right yeah mm-hmm. but but I mean it was really good it was yeah. impactful in 30 minutes thank you it really put it all together really well in 30 minutes thank it was you. amazing and you know when you said do you want some rosé I thought Elisa Vanderpump <laughs> rosé all day want some rosé yeah right and would you like to add anything else before you go today or yeah I think the last thing I would like to say is that Always remember that you are worthy and you are deserving of the life that you're seeking. And I think that's the key. It's just realizing that you deserve, when you close your eyes and you just let yourself see the life you really want to live, that is the life that you deserve and know that that is the life that you can have. Wow. Those are powerful words. Yeah. I love that, Candy. Yeah, you deserve the life you're seeking. You deserve it. Yeah. I really appreciate you coming here today. Absolutely. You're amazing. Thanks. I had so much fun. (laughs) Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Electric Spirit Podcast with your host, psychic medium, Jamie Lynn. Find us on Instagram at Electric Spirit Podcast. Be sure to join us next time. Recharging your energy, recharging your magic, recharging your spirit. Until then, ciao.